welcome to the stage, Mike Zakarian. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Officially in March Madness season. We had the Oscars last night. We had the Last of Us finale, which nobody talked about because I still have 20 minutes left in it. Because it was too late for me last night. Who do we have in the house this morning? We got Snaves. We got Borland. New Swami's here. Cam, Top Shot, Comment, J-Fuck. Stubbs is in the house. Eagle Pot, We the People. Gershot, Deep Threat. No. Yeah, there we go. Bracket is clean right now. Homies is here. Garrett's here. Jump Shoot. Mike, good afternoon, sir. Uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of basketball, both from old people and young people. Um, speaking of brackets, too, by the way, you guys can see the link in the show notes there. We... uh. Our friends over at DraftKings, they uh, said, "Hey, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about a little March Madness? Do you like that? Do you like March Madness?" And we're like, "Yes, yes, we do." Uh, and they're doing one thousand dollars up top for first place. We're sprinkling in surprises from second through fifth. Uh, so it's gonna be, you know, get in there if you haven't done it. It's free to enter. It's a free, free bracket. I just dropped the link into the chat as well, but you can also find it in the show description. So go check that out. We're excited to fill that up to make it look, you know, like we get some oomph behind us, right? So how about that? We get some DraftKings. We get some other deals. Some other deals coming. Shout out to Oversubscribe for making some of those deals happen, uh, which we'll talk about Oversubscribe in a little bit. I'm gonna wait till the masses get here. I'm gonna wait till the masses get here. Uh, some housekeeping stuff. Obviously, make sure you like the stream. Subscribe. You know, do that stuff this is what we got today we got a little value hunting coming a little bit later uh we've got some live before lock tonight uh tomorrow we'll have the morning show wednesday we'll have the morning show the calves and the shot tank and then thursday friday you know same old same old same old um that's it though that's what we got for content this week also our man borland our man borland we're gonna fire up a little playback for the um <clears throat> for march madness on friday so there we go. Snoopaloop with a great question. He said, will all participants get tops wooden coins? They should. They should. Uh, that's that's a stable coin. The tops wooden, co uh, wooden coin is a stable coin. Um, hope everybody – it looks like I was going to say, I hope everybody made it out, out of the weekend unscathed with all the chaos, but it sounds like we all made it unscathed. So there you go. Not that I had anything in there. But um, anyways, we have a lot of basketball. There was a lot of basketball going on, and the West – like, I mean, we've been saying the West has been a little chapsy jervy for a little bit now, but I mean, holy crap, holy crap. Uh, I also like, I don't know if you guys can feel it's a little bit darker here today. It's also dreary. It's Monday, that first Monday after that daylight savings time. Uh, we got to, I, we need a, I need a video. Let's do a little Sawyer. Let's get a little Sawyer in our blood system so he can wake up. There we go. We needed that. We need that. Jump shoot said, "Who won it? Not you, jump shoot. Uh, our man Andrew. Our man, we'll uh, we'll go over the so rare stuff towards the end, baby. Sanders here. Good morning. Good morning. All right, let's go over some of the basketball this weekend. We had a lot of fun stuff. So, uh, and you know what's kind of nice? Normally we get to the Monday show, and there's like fourteen thousand games that happened over the weekend. Not the case this weekend. Not the case. There uh, is like the slates were spread out nicely throughout the weekend. We had a nice spread. Uh, Sixers Blazers. That's where we're going to start right there. Cause I feel like uh, in an annoying way, not even an annoying way, this, this exactly, this is how the MVP conversation should be happening. Um, Friday night, Sixers are down bad against the Blazers. Joel Embiid storming back, hits a game winner. 
That should be an MVP conversation. That should be, right? Nuggets lost a few in a row. Embiid gets a game winner. Then then all of a sudden, that's that's the dialogue that should be happening there. Anyways, uh, Sixers won 121-19. Jeremy Grant dropped 24 and 10. Dame time 22 and 11. Simons with 34. I think that was his like first or second game back. Uh, and then, like I said, Harden with this beautiful little mid-range step-back game winner. He goes for 39 and 7. And then Harden uh, Harden Harden <laughs> with 19, 9, and 8. Good win for Philly, man. Philly's been, I believe, the hottest team since December. I think that that was right. I was listening to a little bit of the Bill Simmons podcast this morning while I was half asleep doing my homework. Um, and it sounds like it's like them and the big uh the like the beam boys. Uh so. Good, uh, good win for Philly. They're they're continuing to keep the East a little spicy. I still think it's going to go uh, Bucks, Celtics, Sixers there for the top of the top of the East. But um, Philly, it's still close. It's still tight up in there. That's what she said. Uh, Hawks beat the Wizards 114-107. We're going to move through some of these pretty quickly. I don't really care about these ones. Um, Trey dropped twenty eight and nine. The Zanger with twenty two and nine, and Beal with twenty seven six and five. Um, the Hawks have been kind of weird. They've been a one-man show. Uh, I watched a little bit of this game and a lot of the Hawks-Celtics game that was on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it's been mostly Trey. Like, DeJounte's not doing too much. Um, yeah, they haven't – I mean, the only Wizards to 107 in that game. The defense has been a little shoddy, too. I, I'm so fascinated to see what the back half of the Eastern Conference is going to look like. Not necessarily, like, the rest of the regular season, but in the playoffs – because I feel like we're just like, oh, you know, Atlanta's got a lot of talent. Miami's got a lot of talent. And then you just kind of look at them on the court, and it just it looks broken. Sumit's in the house. Sumit, thank you for being here, sir. Um, All right, third game. Heat beat the Cavs. Speaking of those zombie the zombie Heat, uh, Heat won 119-115, beating Cleveland. Cleveland was without Darius Garland, and because of that, Donovan Mitchell was like, let's go for 42. Uh, Mitchell went for 42. Uh, Jimmy Buckets, 33-5, and five, and then Tyler Hero with 20. What was it? 25-9. and nine. Uh, Jimmy Butler had a really good, really good weekend, uh, points wise, the magic game, which we'll get to is a little bit weird. Um, but points wise, pretty solid. Uh, he had 33 in that game. I think he had 38 in the second game. So, uh, he split the weekend. We'll get to their second game. The Nets, man, speaking again, the, the Eastern conference that like, we know the top four, top five, right? Actually, I guess we don't know the top five because Brooklyn's still hanging around. But I, I I think we all were just like, yo, Brooklyn's toast, right? They lost a couple of brutal games early where they lost by like 40. I forget who that was to. They just got smoked a couple games in a row. And uh, it they're not dead yet, though. They're not dead yet. Stan says get Jimmy some help. I'm excited to talk about that Magic game because, I don't know, Stan, do you see Jimmy just leave the court before it was over? Um Anyways, Nets Nets get two big wins this weekend, and it wasn't even like they're playing the Hornets. Uh, they beat the Wolves 124-123. Uh, Mikael Bridges, 34 and 6. Dinwiddie with 29 and 11. Ant-Man for the Wolves had 32 and 6. And Rudy with 26 and 13. Uh, Brooklyn's still hanging around, boys and girls. Mikael Bridges is a certified baller right now. Um, he's just constantly putting up 25, 35, something like that. So uh, I feel like they're gonna be. I think they're going to be hanging around a little bit. Uh, John Dub says, no matter how bad, uh, how damn bad we are in top shot, at least we aren't 50K down bad with a pick of the strip on our lap. I got to tell you, we, let's talk about that. Let's do a, let's do a little um, tangent, if you will, about the John Moran stuff. Uh, why, why, 
why was all of those like what do people think happen at strip clubs what it feels weird that we're mad about that part or that we're talking about that part right i mean he's not in trouble going to the strip club that wasn't the problem uh lots of players do that if you are just learning that that's what happens at strip clubs i mean i don't know what i don't know what to tell you they weren't stripping clothes on uh i so i i'm confused at the discourse around that um i just i don't uh i don't get it i don't get it um i want to know how much that person was paid for leaking that stuff too yeah just really weird really really weird um just stupid who's giving 50k i mean the dude who just signed for 200 million i mean that's what's that's what's happening um I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you listen, we should be having Josh shouldn't be hitting children. Josh shouldn't be fighting finish line employees. Josh shouldn't be waving guns around. I think all of those things are fair. <laughs> I think all of those things are fair. Um, the club probably got paid off to release the photo. I don't, it, I bet it was an individual employee. I think that'd be pretty nuts if it was like the, if the entire club was in on it. Um, because I feel like they're losing way more money than they, I mean, like, right. If that is the establishment that NBA players go to visit when they visit uh, Denver, when they play the nuggets, uh, that's, that's how you lose business. If they know that photos are just going to come flying out. Um, anyways, whoever, I'm sure somebody did it. Somebody got paid like, you know, 50 K <laughs> and then, uh, and then got booted. Uh, like I can't imagine they still work there anymore. Anyways. All right. Nets. Uh, yeah. The Brooklyn bridges. I saw Josh put a comment in the Brooklyn bridges. Bridges has been balling. Bridges has been balling. Uh, Spurs beat the nuggets. Here we go. Here's the nuggets downturn right now. What was great about this? Michael Porter jr. Body Zach Collins. Absolutely. Body Zach Collins with a poster. Zach Collins does this like weird thing. I didn't really understand it. So he, he didn't like that. Michael Porter jr. Talked a little bit after he dunked on him. And instead of Zach Collins, like, you know, maybe rushing back to get in front of Michael Porter Jr. to address him, he kind of, like, bumped him. He kind of, like, bumped him with his belly on Michael Porter Jr.'s back. It was one of the weirdest things ever. And then Michael Porter Jr., there's a still shot of it. Essentially just, like, choke Zach Collins. Uh, yeah, people say, where the Porter drop? We can give it where the Porter drop. Why not? Why not? Because if you're getting choked out, where the Porter. Where the Porter's. But it was I was a tough scene for Zach Collins. Michael Porter Jr. gets ejected. Um, and then Nikola Jokic uh goes ham, but the Spurs win 128-120 Spurs Super Bowl that game. Um uh on the Kelton Johnson, really the only one with the big line there with 23-8 and 6. Jokic went for 37, 11, and 11, and then uh, Jamal Murray 24-7-6. And it's really funny. This is also this is like hilarious too, the discourse around the MVP stuff. Again. I think like like I said, we should be talking about how Embiid, you know, will the will the team to win on Friday night. And instead, what we did, this is yeah, this is so was so funny. Like this, the the discourse around it is hilarious. Like I he went for 37, 11, 11, and then the next game against Brooklyn, he went ham too. And yeah, they lost. They lost. But the funny thing to me is they like put mixtapes up of guys getting buckets around them. Like, what are what are we doing? what are we doing um 
But I, I do think it's going to make it interesting. I mean, especially with uh, Giannis missing three games in a row too, because any, any sort of tiebreaker, right? Any sort of tiebreaker out there is like, if it's like, well, B did miss a bunch of games there in the last couple of months, it kind of almost takes him out of the conversation, which is funny because I thought this was going to open the door for him. But now, I mean, with Philly playing the best basketball since Denver, I mean, since uh, December, I really do think Embiid's got a real shot at it now. Um, I saw the the betting odds; it got a little bit closer too. But it is so funny because it's it's such such reactionary stuff too, right? Like you think about what we were doing um, two weeks or not even a week ago, right? Everyone was like, "Dude, the Knicks are actually a threat, man. Knicks are a threat in the first round. You get it? You watch out for the Knicks, bro. Uh, oh, dude, Emmanuel quickly had had a really good game off the bench. Uh, he's probably sixth man of the year." Like, if anybody just waited till Emmanuel quickly had that game against the Celtics and then bet Malcolm Brogdon, there's free money for six man of the year. Free money. Um, and because, you know, then the Knicks, like, lose three in a row, and it's like the Hornets. I uh, forget who the second one was. And then it was the Clippers. They got a big W last night, which was, which was good for them. Um, but it is just funny how, like, reactionary we all are. And, uh, but that makes it, that makes it fun. Um, but anyway, Spurs. That was their championship. Lakers beat the Raptors Friday night, 122 to 112. Uh, OG and Anobi, they wasted a good OG game. OG went for 31 and 5. Uh, oh, it was the Kings. Thanks, guys. Uh, Scotty Barnes had 32, 9, and 7. But you know what? The, the backcourt of uh, Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder off the bench combining for 41 points. D'Lo going for 28 and 9. This was with like a bad AD game, too. Although I say AD's been playing pretty solid defense last uh, few weeks, but good win for the Lakers as they win. Um, they split their weekend series or their weekend games, and they actually like fell right back out of the playing game. And we'll, we'll look at the West too. The West is just crazy. Uh, and then so that was it for Friday. Now we're gonna go to Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Boston faces. How are we feeling with the time change? Almost missed my doggy daycare drop off. I am feeling that a little bit this morning. I didn't feel it yesterday. Today I'm feeling it a little bit, and feeling that my dog's still sleeping. So there you go. Um, it's it's just dark and dreary too. I think if the sun was out, I'd be a little bit, a little bit more chipper. But because it's like it's overcast and rainy, I'm not. It's not a great – I think it should be illegal to be rainy on Mondays. Uh, all right, Saturday, the Clippers beat the Knicks 106-95. Julius Randle, all-time performance, just chucking and missing, chucking and missing. Uh, he, they, he he got mad at his team. He got mad at the refs. He was yelling at everybody. Uh, it was really fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. Uh, quickly at 26-10, and 10, Kawhi with 38-4, PG with 22-8. and eight. Uh, good win for the Clippers. It was a daytime game. Knicks had back-to-backs in LA between the Clippers and the Lakers. Part of me thinks like once that game started getting out of hand in the fourth quarter, they were like, let's shut it down. Let's go get them tomorrow. Let's go get them tomorrow. Um, good win for Clips though. Clips now like, you know, after a really slow start post-trade deadline, we were all kind of being like, well, maybe the Clippers are in the playing game. They still could get into the playing game, but they a little comfy now after the last few games. Uh, Utah Jazz uh, beat the Hornets 119-111. Oh, we got a drop. Do I have a drop for you guys? This is the drop day. Monday drop day. Where is it? Where are you? Utah, man, THT went for 37, 10, and 8. I don't think anybody else scored 20 points. 37, 
10 and 8. I know some of you played him in so rare. Uh, just must have cashed money in that situation. Uh, he was incredible. THC was incredible. Oops, Kelly Oops had 24 and 5. Terry Rogier with 22 and 8. And then, hey, again, it's drop day on a Monday. PJ Washington. God, we're all down so bad. DJ with 18 and 7. Uh, Pacers and Pistons and the team who wanted to tank the most. The team who wanted to tank the most. And it tried to be the Pacers sat everybody. They're like Halliburton, Miles Turner, everybody but Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald honestly should be offended. He was like, wait, you don't think you don't think I can lose? Uh, you don't you don't think I can help us win? Uh, wait, uh, regulator said, uh, is PJ worth 20 million a year? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Especially with where the, uh, the new deals are going. Uh, PJ can help a team win right now. I mean, that, yeah, it's like, he's a, he's a big that plays a little bit of defense and stretches the floor. I think so. I think so. I think he's just kind of wasted on the Hornets. Cause he's one of those guys, like, he's not going to be a superstar on a bad team, but I, I think he could be doing the same stats he's doing on a good team right now. Like if the if the Celtics could have upgraded Grant Williams from like Grant Williams to PJ because Grant's going to be getting probably like eighteen to twenty a year, which seems crazy, but I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I would have done it. Yeah, we the people also. Yes, yes. Where was Jalen Smith this year? What happened to him? Um, Isaiah Jackson went for nineteen and eleven in the W. Uh, Pacers won one twenty one one fifteen. Jalen Smith twenty and nine. Uh, James Wiseman sixteen and nine. And then Isaiah Livers with a stat line that was funny, like eighteen points, four assists, two boards, four steals, two blocks. Just kind of did a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Um, good to see the Livers. I know again another so rare play that we were looking at. Uh, let's get into the Magic Heat. Oh, there we go, Coach Stark. Good to see you, Daniel Tice. Ban Why was Daniel Tice playing to begin with? What was going on? What was going on? Um, Magic beat the Heat 126-114. Jimmy Butler, a weird ending of the game. Uh, Jimmy Butler, he like does the shoots the three. They're down three with like a uh like 10 seconds left, maybe. Shoots the three, uh, then kicks his legs out a little bit. So it looks like the defender landed in the landing zone. They call a foul. Uh the magic challenge it. And then this was one of the longest things. It took forever for this to get worked out. The ref comes on and he's like, okay, uh, Jimmy had plenty of space to land. He just fell down. Uh, and then they were like, jump ball. And then Spolster goes nuts. And the rest are like, oh, let's look at it again. And then all of a sudden now it's the heat ball because they decided that the, it was the right call. The heat did have the ball. They like corralled the rebound if it wasn't going to be a foul on Jimmy. And then Jimmy gets this like weird triple D kind of like up, up, up. And then the shoots up a three, hits it, goes to overtime pandemonium and then the heat get waxed in overtime uh getting outscored i think it was like 13 to 3 or something like that uh with like 20 seconds left jimmy butler's just like i'm done uh walks off the court was gone uh but stan the thing i really wanted to put out there stan says uh man needs to step up wendell carter jr stan had 27 and 11 on the miami heat Wendell Carter Jr., greater than Nikola Vucevic, bringing it up again, bringing it up again. The camera angle for the refs is so dumb. I totally agree, man. Why? Why? Just put the camera up. Put the camera up. What are we doing? Uh, I agree, though, Stan. Bam has been really, really bad. Um, it's a lot of, like, 16 and 5 stat lines. Uh, and they're in wins and losses. And that's why when we were talking about who's the third-team All-NBA center, 
that's why I was like, I then someone was like, Bam, I don't think Bam's on that list anymore. I think I still think Bam's really good, but Bam is slumping. Um, and it's not like he's been like he's been fine on defense, but it's definitely been a step back from what we've seen from him in the past. And that's why I see there's Sabone Bone or Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, who is incredible in the game, we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Uh, Celtics and Hawks, nobody played defense in this game. It looked like it was gonna be a 3,000 point scoring game. Uh, Celtics won. Well, regulars said are Bam and Jimmy not good together. No, I think they're good together. I just think they're in a I just think the vibes are bad right now. Vibes are bad. Uh Celtics won 134-125. Tatum with a big old game. He had 34, 15, and 6. JB had 24, 7, and 5. Malcolm Brogdonovich, uh, 18 and 5 off the bench. Uh Trey at 35 and 13. And this game started getting a little out of control. And Sadiq Bay 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 uh had a really solid game off the bench that kind of kept things close. Uh, Trey Young slapped Marcus Smart in the nuts, uh, and then Marcus Smart and them like he they hugged together, and then they like fell together, and then Marcus Smart get kicked out of the game. Um, real weird. I saw people getting like real upset on Twitter about it. I like couldn't figure it out. I was like, it was so clear that Trey Young slapped him in the gonads, and then Marcus Smart like got in his face. But I thought it was like they clearly tripped over each other, right? Like nobody threw the other guy down. Like I don't know if they were like. They were dancing. They were dirty dancing, and their legs got t- tangled, and they fell. Uh, they were because they were doing it around cameramen. I don't like it. It was weird. Like, oh, smart set. What a cheap shot. I'm like, there's no way. Maybe that's me being a homer, but I there is no way that that was like a tackle. If Marcus Smart tackles you, it's not gonna be like that, man. Why so many ball slaps? I'm gonna go the other way. Not enough ball slaps, deep threat. I want more, more. Uh, anyways, good win for the C's. They pick up a game on the Bucks with the game that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, all right, all right, sure thing, Fernandez. I'm listening to you, bro. Bing bong, you guys lost one of the games. How about that? Uh, Bulls beat the Rockets 119 111. We're going to talk about this one as fast as we can because this game sucks. DeRozan at 27 7 and 5, Levibe 36 and 8, Vuchimane 18 and 12. Um, Jabari had 20 and 10, and then Jalen Green had 18 and 7. Uh, the one one thing I will say about this game that, that's got me got me tingling a little bit. Uh Jabari Smith's been playing really, really well last couple of weeks, and that's been nice to see because I think everybody was uh was very quick to write off Jabari and they were like, Oh, dude, the Rockets got boned. They almost got Paolo. And Jabari's been really, really good here uh for a stretch of games. The Rockets team is just just impossible to watch. Uh they they're not fun. They don't, everybody plays 25 minutes. They just, it's just sucks. It's sucky basketball. They almost lost. I mean, they almost won this game too. The bulls like kept this way too close for way too long. Whatever. Uh, Memphis Mavs, no one played in this game. So obviously no John Morant. Uh, Kyrie was out and uh, Luca was out. Luca has been ruled out for tonight as well. Kyrie is questionable. Uh, THJ. Lockjaw, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. went for 23. Jaden Hardy looked good. He had 22 off the bench. Sorry, it sounded like my mic just went out. Uh, and then Josh Green, who's been bad forever, uh, and but not he had a tough couple of weeks. He had a really good game. He had 21, 10, and 4. And then Bane, Desmond Bane at 25, 8, and 7. Tyus Jones at 11 and 10. More importantly, actually, Jeb Bush with a great call a week too early. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy had uh, 24 and 4 off the bench for the Grizz. Really got him that W. That game was in the balance for a little too long. That's a pretty big win for Memphis. We're going to talk about the Phoenix game here in a second as well. Um, I think we all just kind of assumed Phoenix was coming for a top top uh, three seed, and I there's we're running out of time here, and with the KD injury, I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. So it'll be fun to it'll be fun to sweat that out. 
Uh, two big wins this weekend for the Oklahoma City Thunder. SGA only played in one of those games, uh, and he dropped a big old line. Uh, the OKC won 110-96 against the Pelicans. But SGA dropped 35-6, and six, and then CJ 26-8-7. But uh, OKC, I, I'm just going to keep going. We'll go look at the standings in a little bit. Because OKC is right back in it. Every time you look at the standings, and you're like, all right, these 10 make sense. We get get some weird stuff, and we get a couple weird results this weekend. But the game of the weekend, Dubs and Bucks, I got to tell you, the national nationally televised games the last couple of weeks, mwah, they've, just, they've all been great. Um, the Warriors, after playing again no Giannis uh Warriors without Wiggins and without who else am I missing Jonathan Kaminga uh really weird first half Steph was pretty bad Jordan Poole was bad the whole game and Steph just kind of and I wrote a little something about this over the weekend that I'll share in a little bit but Steph man just kind of came out and and went ham and he was after a rough shooting first half just took over in that fourth quarter and single-handedly got him there like I think they went on something like a 10-0 run in the last couple of minutes in the game. He even made a defensive play on Drew Holiday. I'm sure you guys have seen that sequence now where he hits a big three to tie it up. Drew comes down the other end and uh, Steph slaps it away. But uh, the, the Warriors won 125-116. Something to note here for the Bucks that I think for both so rare purposes and just something to pay attention to as we wind down the rest of the season. Uh, Chris Middleton started that game and played like the full allotment of minutes. I think that might've been his first start. He went for 19 and five and 34 Brooke Lopez, 19 and seven, five blocks, incredible defensive play down the stretch where it looked like that, that was going to save them the game. Um, and they didn't get it, but he was incredible. Drew had 18, nine and eight. We talked about Steph 36 and six. I mean, he had a bad shooting performance, but seriously, the second half was nuts. Clay had 22. And then really the unsung hero for that game was Dante DiVincenzo went for 20 and 10, Uh big win for the Warriors. Bucks were bound to lose at some point. Giannis has missed the last three games. I think they're two and one on those games. Um, Snoop says, uh, did they say that with what Wiggins personal leave is for? No, they haven't said anything. And, um, it sounds like, I, I mean, it sounds like he's done for the foreseeable future. And I, I think they're like, fingers crossed. They hope he's back for the playoffs. But um, you can definitely see the tone has changed in the way that the Warriors have been talking about it. And I don't know if it's a personal thing as in like that he's dealing with mental health wise or what, or what have you, or if it's like a family related thing, but the tone definitely changed. Steve Kerr talked about it uh, pregame and postgame, I think a little bit. Just kind of saying, like, we're giving Andrew all the time that he needs uh, and was just like a very calm, uh, comforting demeanor almost. And then even Steph after the game kind of was just like, you know, there's there's things that are more important than basketball. So, um, yeah, I kind of be it's uh, I kinda, I'm, I'm a little concerned for the Warriors and I, I know everyone's still like penciling them in as finals contenders. But if they don't have Wiggins, I mean, listen, it took a heroic fourth quarter from Steph Curry to get by a Bucks team without an MVP player on their team, you know? I So I, I don't trust the Warriors really to get out of the first round. It is shaping up to see. We're, we're either going to get a Grizzlies-Warriors first-round matchup, which would be a lot of fun, uh, but if there's no jaw, I would take Golden State in that matchup. But there's also an outlier, an, out, out, um, an outside chance of getting, not even outside, like there's a real probability of Suns-Warriors in the first round too. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Merkamai says even the Bay area people are giving up on the Warriors. I think they've been playing mad, but they also have a volatile style. Yeah, they really do. They really do. Um, all right. So let's, we've almost at the end of Saturday, uh, Kangs beat the Suns, light the beam. I thought this was a great win for, uh, Sacramento. And of course they're without KD, right? But the, 
I mean, the, the Suns have been great without KD as well, if you look at their most recent record. What I liked about this win for the Kings is it was in Phoenix, first of all. All right, It's a competitive game. The Kings were without, I mean, the Kings didn't have anybody go off, right? Their highest score, I believe, is De'Aaron Fox, who dropped 18 and 6. Sabonis had 17 and 8. They had seven guys in double figures for them. Seven different guys hit hit double-digit points, and then they had two other guys with uh, nine. So really, like, almost nine guys hit double digits. That was a very good, um, very good, very good performance from them. Booker. Again, has been great. 28 and 8. DeAndre Ayton continues to put up these numbers, even though no one wants to give him any credit. He had 22 and 12. And then CP3 with the old 16 and 16. 16 points in 16 times. It was a great win for the Kings, though. It really was. And they they hit 40. Everybody, uh, we get to see all the stuff from Summer League again. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Chicken Frig says bull, bullshit calls all night. Win goes to the refs. Yeah, there were a couple of dicey ones there down the stretch. I will agree with that as well. Um Let's keep it going, though. Sunday, back to the Nets and Nuggets. We already kind of talked about this one. Bridges dropped 25. Big game from Nicholas Claxton. He had 26 and 5. I feel like we hadn't seen that in a while. Uh, Jokic, 35, 20, and 11 with two steals. I mean, with two blocks and three steals. One thing I did want to note about Denver, and I think there's something to pay attention to, and I, I don't want to call this yet. Um, I would say there's a non-zero chance that Michael Porter Jr. demands to leave Denver at the end of this season. Uh, I don't know who's taking on that contract, but it's something to pay attention to. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., 23 points in 23 minutes, didn't play the fourth quarter. I don't know what's happening. Uh, like, I know sometimes it's matchup dependent. Maybe they Denver was down pretty bad against Brooklyn. They went on a nice run, and... Uh, and I don't know. I, maybe that's what it was. He wanted to ride the hot hand. But if you're thinking about riding the hot hand, 23 points in 23 minutes with no Jamal Murray, too. Jamal Murray got dinged up, didn't return to the game. I don't think it's serious, but um, he didn't return to the game. And so they went with like a Bruce Brown, KCP, Christian Brown, who played great. And I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. missed a couple of defensive assignments in a row. And then Michael Malone was like, you know what? You're out of here. Um, Michael Porter Jr. did put Nerlens Noel on a poster, though, which was kind of fun. It was off of a... Jamal Murray missed like a fadeaway that went to an offensive board by Aaron Gordon. Michael Porter Jr. comes down the lane and just bodies him. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, listen, maybe it's just a hiccup. They've lost three in a row. Michael Porter Jr. didn't get to play. He's a little annoyed. They asked him post game, like, what uh, is it tough getting into a rhythm? And he's like, yeah, you can't get into a rhythm when you play 12 seconds in the fourth quarter. It's a great point. Great point by him. Um, so I'm curious to see, see what happens here. Gordon and Porter Jr. play the same position. Uh, yeah, but you get uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum play the same position. You know what I mean? Like you need guys like that. And Gordon defends. Michael Porter Jr. gets buckets. Michael Porter Jr. stretches the floor. I don't know. I'd rather have Michael Porter Jr. out there. But it, I will say, I think I think like you want to get a little sneaky and so rare moving forward. Um, I bet we start seeing Christian Brown make that tight rotation as we head towards the playoffs. Um, all right, Fernandez says Aiton is in that group of dudes that gets a lot of hate. Young dudes who just got paid, Aiton, Hero, Pool, Bart, Barrett. Yeah, but you know what, Fernandez? Aiton's the only one of those that's playing consistently good basketball. Tyler Hero's really up and down. I guess you could put Hero in that column. Jordan Poole has been ass this year. And RJ Barrett has also been ass this year. I know he had a good game last night. But, yeah, I don't know if I'd put eight. I, I think Aiton's like a consistent double-double. We just don't like him that he plays video games. Um, all right, Cavs beat the Hornets 114-108. Mobes with 18 and 9. Garland returned from injury. I think he only missed one game or two games. He had 28, 6 and 6. 
Uh, Donovan with 23, Scary Terry with 27, whatever. Cavs beat the Hornets. Uh, Philly beat the Wizards, 112-93. Corey Kispert's the only guy we're talking about from Washington. Dropped 25 off the bench. Uh, Embiid with 34-8 and in the dub. And then uh, James Harden with 18-14. and This game was crazy, too. Sorry, I'm, like, rolling through some of these because I don't, I don't really care. Like, congrats. They beat the Wizards. Um, Pelicans beat the Blazers, 127-110. Dame sat. I... I don't know what Portland's doing. I think Portland, like, they're, they, they're, oh, we got a bandy sign. There you go. He's up. What up, bro? Oh, he's up. He's jacked up this morning. Um, I don't know what they're doing. They said they're not tanking. And then James sits in a game against the Pelicans, who is, like, their rival right now. Like, Portland-New Orleans is a playoff game for both these teams. Uh, but you know who did show up? Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy went for 41-6, in six, going 9 for 14 from 3. Leon says, what about the Pistons starting lineup tonight? What about it, Leon? Uh, they're going to be missing a bunch of guys? I guess, I don't know. I haven't thought about the Detroit. Here, you know, I haven't thought about the Detroit Pistons lineup, but you know what I can do for you? Detroit Basketball! Great stuff. Shout out Jay Catch, baby. Um, anyways, good win for the Pelicans. Every time we think they're like, oh, they won't finish in the top 10, they're like, well, hey, guess what? Here's a win against a team that's vying for it. Speaking of top 10, OKC Thunder, they're, they're not playing SGA on back-to-backs right now, uh, and it doesn't matter. They got the W, 102-90 against the Spurs. J-Dubs, man, who is just like vaulting up the Rookie of the Year conversations. Obviously, wow, dude, you know, what is going on, man? That was cr- you came in hot. What, what are you doing? Hi. <laughs> what a spaz. Um, anyways, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah, J dubs, man. I, I mean, Paolo's obviously the rookie of the year, right? Paolo, it's not even close. He's been he's been good consistently throughout the entire year. I mean, he's been playing like not all-star caliber, but he's been great. So Paolo's obviously that. Um but and then Jabari Smith's come on hot as of late. Obviously, Chet Holmgren got hurt this year. Uh, Sohan's been great. Ivy's been great. Keegan Murray's been playing really good on a playoff team. Uh, but man, he's been this. This dude's been great. This dude has been great. Like the last, I mean, he's averaging like twenty and seven the last like few weeks, um, and keeping that team afloat. Uh, I, I, and like you think about the Thunder core moving forward, right? We know they don't have, we know they don't have uh, Chet. This and. But that comes back. Let's put them in the starting five. They're starting, and that's not including whatever picks they they land this year. Their starting five is SGA. You got an SGA Giddy backcourt with J Dubs right there. You th- you can have Lou Dort if you want him. You want to keep Lou Dort in there, and then you add Chet Holmgren to the mix. That's like a competitive five, and they're also gotten some good run from their other rookie, J- the other Jalen Williams. Um, it's been good. It's been really good to, to see. It's fun for OKC. They're a fun team to watch. Anyways, Giddy at 15 and 11. Uh, for the Spurs, who hey, you want to talk about an empty stat, Zach Collins, 23 and 11, and more empty stats, Devontae Graham with 20. Uh, two wrong, uh, strong rookie classes in a row. Last year's class contributed quickly, too. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, Danilo's social media shows him almost ready. Oh, we're going to get Gallo for the playoffs. All right. Last game of the weekend. The bing bong boys took it to the Lakers during the Oscars in Tinseltown. Uh, Randall went for 33, eight and five after just a piss poor performance the night before. So we'll give it to you. A regular season, Randall. 
Uh, RJ Barrett too finally finally broke out, went for 30 and 5. AD was 17 and 16. And then D'Lo, man. D'Lo had a great game, 33, 8, and 5. So that's it. That's the weekend roundup, baby. We covered it. We covered it in 37 minutes. Uh, a lot of basketball. Let's take a look at the standings, though, because this is where it gets spicy, spicy, spicy. Uh, here we go. Also, if you haven't liked the stream and subscribe yet, honestly, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, all right, let's look at the standings. What do we got here? So the east side. Uh, we get the Bucks with a game and a half lead on the Celtics. If you go look at, uh, I forget, I think it's Tankathon. What's it called? HowWeTank.com, whatever the tanking website is. Celtics have one of the easier schedules left in the league. Uh, they they end up they play the Bucks. I think either this week or next week. So that's going to be a huge game because I know the Celtics were like floundering a little bit and everybody panicked, but there's still only a game and a half, two games back in the loss column to the Bucks. Uh, and then the Sixers, like I was saying, dude, seven and three in their last ten. Winners of five in a row, hottest team since December. They're forty-five and twenty-two. They're only a game and a half back behind the Celtics. They still have a tough schedule, but like whatever, they keep winning their games. And then that's your top three. Cavs are not catching the Sixers, but this is what I find interesting because the Knicks, after getting hot and then losing a bunch, uh, and the Nets five and five in their last ten. Winners of two in a row. Look at this. They were either tied for the 5-6 seed with uh, Brooklyn with a slight advantage because of the one less loss in the loss column. Uh, but this is going to be your 5-6 matchup. I don't think Miami Heat's catching Brooklyn. Let's look at Brooklyn's upcoming schedule. I, and that's crazy to me. Brooklyn trades the house and then stay afloat. And that's how bad these Heat and Hawks teams are that they can't catch up to this team. So let's look at their upcoming schedule here. Uh, we've got... They got OKC, Sacramento, Denver, Cleveland, Cleveland. Okay, this is getting ugly, so maybe they will catch them. Miami, Orlando, Houston, Atlanta, Utah, Mini, Detroit, Orlando, Philly. So, you know what? I take it back. They can still absolutely not make it. Um, that OKC, Sacramento, Denver run is going to be pretty important. Uh, so maybe Brooklyn isn't going to be top five. I, I mean, the Knicks are definitely catching them, but I am curious to see what uh, what uh like where Brooklyn lands when all is said and done. Uh, when we go back to what happened here? What happened there? Uh, we got NBA standings. What do we got? Uh, all right. What do we have? What do we have? What do we have? All right. Then you've got the Bulls, Raps, Hawks, right? Whatever, whatever. Uh, Pacers, Wizards, who cares? Who cares about this stuff? Let's go over to the West Coast Conference. So even with Denver losing three in a row, still six and four in their last 10, uh, and they have a five-game lead over here. Five-game lead, so they're still fine. Um and then you get the Kings and uh, the Grizz still tied up right there, right? Five games back, both of them of the Nuggets, uh, both in the 2-3 seed. They have a three-and-a-half game lead and a four-game lead in the loss column over the Suns. It's going to be really hard for the Suns to catch them, even if the Grizz are without Ja. I know their schedule's a little tight, but whatever. And then you get the Clippers here in the five seed. So right now, we'd have Clippers and Suns. Clippers and Suns, Grizz and Warriors. That would be sex appeal. Uh, the Warriors have a one game and only a half game behind the Clippers. So you could very easily see... Warriors and Suns in the first round and Clippers and Grizz. Either way, Spice. Uh, and then you get the Timberwolves right here. Timberwolves and Mavs with the same record. And then you get the Jazz and the Thunder with the same record, as well as the Lakers and the Pelicans. Four teams vying for those last two spots. Uh, and then again, you still get the Mavs without Luka and Kyrie questionable. Uh, Mavs are going to be a little tight. So the West is just out of control. Let's look at the upcoming schedule here. What do we have this week? Anything? Anything fun that sticks out here? So Brooklyn, nope, that was like yesterday. Uh, tonight we got Pacers and Pistons, gross. Uh, Minnesota and Atlanta, Utah and Miami. Memphis and Dallas on da -da -da, da -da -da. And then Boston and Houston, Phoenix and Golden State. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, then Milwaukee, Sacramento will be a good touch, uh, good test for the Kings. I don't know if we have uh, Giannis info yet. 
Tuesday, let's look at the spicy ones. Denver and Toronto on NBA TV. Milwaukee and Phoenix on NBA TV. So Milwaukee's got a tough stretch if they don't have Giannis, but so does Phoenix. I mean, these are tough games for uh, Golden State at Golden State, but then back-to-back uh, -back with Milwaukee in their neck of the woods. Brooklyn OKC, Lakers-Pels is basically a playoff game. Uh, Wednesday, Philly and Cleveland. That'll be a really good one uh, at Cleveland. That's on the worldwide leader, Memphis and Miami, Sacktown and Bulls, Lakers and Rockets, Boston and Mini, uh, Golden State and Clippers. Another man, it's just like some that's what's the best part about this time of year. It's just like these games matter a lot more in this playing situation. Uh, Dallas, San Antonio, Thursday, uh, Denver, Detroit, Sacktown and Brooklyn, OKC and Toronto. Uh, the only nationally televised game we've got, uh, Phoenix and Orlando. And then on Friday, we're getting NBA TV games again because we got March Madness. Um, what do we got here? Atlanta, Golden State, that's fun. Boston, Portland, Dallas, and LA. Okay, that's what we got. That's for this week. We got a lot of stuff on tap. Uh, let's let's remind people, speaking of March Madness, we do have uh, that link you can find in the description. I'll also post it in the chat as well. But we're part, uh, we, our friends in DraftKings hooked us up here. We're doing a little bracket tournament. It's free to enter a thousand DraftKings dollars for first place, baby. A thousand for first place. So if you haven't signed up yet, go ahead and do that. I'm also going to go over, um, uh, hold on. I'm going to stop sharing that. Let's share this. Uh, I wanted to, I wrote a little something this weekend on, uh, the MVP race and how I find it to be boring, uh, or I find the dialogue around it to be boring and kind of talked about why it's annoying. Uh, yeah, we the people. I don't know why you couldn't get in. I haven't heard that from literally anybody else. Uh, so that's so weird to me that you can't do it. Um, but also talked a little bit about the most valuable performer, my MVP, and just kind of talked a little bit about Steph and why Steph's so fun. Try to tie it in with the Oscars a little bit. So go ahead, give that a click, give it a like, do all those things for me, please. Also, while we're here plugging some stuff before we get into it, guys, we are at, let's do a quick refresh here, 15,325, baby. 56% of the way there. We have eight days left, 49 different investors. Listen, if you guys are still thinking about it and are on the fence, please hit me up with some questions. If you were just waiting for whatever reason, uh, we got eight days left. I would love to, I'd love to boost this a little bit more. Uh, so if you haven't thought, if you haven't done it yet, let me drop a link into the chat as well. Uh, check it out. This again, uh, basically what this is, if this is your first time hearing about it or seeing about it, or you usually watch on mute, um, where instead of doing a Patreon, Made it through a whole show without the Wi-Fi taking a dump. We got all the way to 44 minutes and the Wi-Fi took a dump. Dump, dump, dump. Am I back or am I still down? I can't even see. I think I'm back right now. Yeah, I'm back. Invest the mic simply so we can fix that. Yeah, it's incredible. All right. Anyways. Instead, giving the investors confidence. God damn you, Shiggins. Uh, but yeah, instead of uh, instead of getting like a free stream once a month or something like that, uh, what you get is you still will get that actually, and you'll get an opportunity to come hang out with us in Vegas as well. But more importantly, 
depending on how you feel, actually. Uh, 13.5% of all of our revenue for the next three years goes back to the investors, which is really exciting. So uh, it's an opportunity to kind of grow with us. It's a little bit different than like a typical Patreon, and it's been really exciting. This is going to allow us to continue to make that fire short-form content that Veronica's been working on us with. It's also going to make Vegas a reality uh, for the live show that we're going to be doing. Uh, and it just like it gives me like mentorship through this program as well. They set me up with brand managers. We've already started securing some stuff that you might've seen. Uh, so it's been pretty exciting and it's been cool that, you know, 49 people have already got involved. So would love to have you a part of this. If that's something you're into, obviously, if that's not what you're into, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. We're still bringing the same type of content that we've been doing this whole time. Uh, so get involved in that, please. And thank you. Let's get this number up. Let's see. Did we, did it, Oh, nobody's done it in the last five seconds. Um, but again, appreciate the 49 that have done it already. Uh, you're getting a Vegas show. Fernandez, where the hell have you been, dude? We've already done the Vegas show. Uh, average investment is 300. That's great. Yeah, people have been uh, people have been very generous uh, all the way around. It's been great. It's been seriously. Everybody, everybody's participated. Can't thank you enough. And again, hit me up if you have any questions. You can do it in the Discord or on Twitter. Uh, and if you've already invested and you haven't been added to that Discord, that discord gated channel let me know so i can get you in there so i can keep you up to date uh let's take a let's do a little underdog let's go to pickums obviously we've been doing the uh morning pickums if you sign up for underdog use promo code hold underdogfantasy.com h-o-l-d gives you a 100 deposit bonus match up to 100 bucks also maybe you've seen you've seen uh bandy himself has made it into some uh promotional material for underdog. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but keep an eye out while you're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, I'm going to go for this one. Let's see. I, I don't want to, I do not want to look at this game. What did we say? The well, Let's do, no, because Dallas is going to have any lines. What's the second game? It's Phoenix and uh, Golden State. And let's go to Phoenix and Golden State. We'll try to find, find a fun one there. Uh, Phoenix and Golden State. Oh, wow. 30 and a half points is set on Booker. I'm going to go over 11 boards for DeAndre Ayton. I think DeAndre Ayton set up for a pretty solid game. 10 assists feels high. I'm going to go over anyways. I don't care. Um, and then I don't know. Dude, yeah, pool unders. I like the pool's not even listed. That's how bad he's been lately. Uh, I kind of like over six and a half uh, assists on Draymond. You think over on book with the points? Jump Street says you're doing any shows on March Madness. What we're doing is uh, playback. We're doing playback. Uh, wait, all right. I'll go, I'll go over on book. Maybe we take, uh, maybe we do a four man, do a, do a little four man piece here. This would 10 X right here. So if you put down 10, we get a hundo. Oh, I do love the over on boards for Deandre Ayton. I feel like this is going to be a 15 board game for him. Uh, Draymond green too. I, I like the assist. The only one I'm nervous about here is Chris Paul. 10 assists is a lot, but, um, he's been great. He's been great. I think we'd ride with this. I think we're going to ride with this. Uh, Satesh says, can people, Outside of the U.S. invest, yes, Satesh, anywhere, anybody can, uh, except Canada right now. Canada is the only one that can't do it, um, which is super frustrating because I know there's a bunch of Canadians. But that's there's this like regulation that the U.S. has called CREF um, that allows for this type of uh, type of crowdfunding investment uh, that Canada does not allow. So, but Satesh, yeah, anybody outside. Um, of the U.S. can do it as well. I know we've already had some people from OC, OC, OC. We've had some people from, shout out JJ the God, our man Mike Bassin in the chat. I know he just got involved this weekend and he's overseas as well because he reminds me to say uh, good afternoon, not always good morning. So, so yeah, you definitely can. Oh, Satesh is in Canada. Yeah. 
People have been asking for workarounds, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to say that or put that in writing. So you do whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, let me go over to So Rare as well, because I wanted to shout out our man, Andrew, who took down first place in the limited contender. I know there was a little bit of confusion um, about how that worked. It was the limited contender, not the limited champion. I tried to make that as clear as possible. But if we go, uh, also, if you haven't joined our private league, baby, if you haven't joined it, we're giving away a $150 gift card to the NBA store every single week. Let's go to past. Here we go. Uh, so here we go. Where did, where did, where did you come from? Where did you go? Team hold mega league. I'll drop a link to the, in actually I'll do that in a second. Hold on. I'm going to pull something else up real quick. Cause I forgot I have to do it this way in order to share that link with you, but I'm going to drop a link into the chat. If you want to join, uh, join the league, go for it. We, uh, we do some prizes for second to fifth as well. Uh, which is a lot of fun. It's been cool that So Rare has partnered up with us in order to to make this happen. This is them giving the $150 away every single time. So I'm going to drop a link into the chat right now. Oh, bang. Uh, all right, here we go. Sorry about that. Let me, uh, let's go see. Limited champion. I came in 206. I really, one of the worst performances I've ever had. Um, truly one of the worst performances I've ever had. Uh, and so rare, just bad all the way around. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's look at the leaderboard. First place right here, A. Gretsch. And I mean, look at this lineup. Got 43 from Zachary Collins, a 70 bomb from Murphy, 35 from Karis LeVert, Dick Rich with the 45 after Mark Williams ended up missing both games, and then Tyus Jones with the 38. Big W. Wow, did he come in seventh overall in the limited contender with 230? So congrats to him, man. Huge, huge stuff. Uh, quickly, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got for... Uh, tournaments i know they added a couple of things for this week right we go to upcoming uh what did they add limited all offense all right same ones as this past week let me just look at let me actually i'll do a limited champion quickly see see if anything's popping what's popping i think we're still doing wiseman right wow the kings have three games wiseman now the cap of 22 isn't as fun but they also have three games so we had a lot of teams with one games this past this past weekend meaning we're probably going to get a lot with uh, three, we might, it might be RJ Hampton, David Roddy. That gives us an average of 34. See if I'm missing anybody else. That's kind of fun. That's a fun start because if I find somebody in the twenties, I don't know, Paul, the Sixers only have one game, Reggie Jackson, Dusty and Nick, Shaden Sharp, and Isaiah livers. That would get me up to wow. With livers and, and RJ Hampton had kind of a bad game, but that's kind of fun. And if I could, I could get up to 22 if I wanted to. Do I have anybody in the 22 range? Javon Carter. Javon Carter's been pretty solid. They have three games as well. Almost. I feel like I have to get up to Tyus Jones, though. Tyus Jones still the cap of 24. Uh, anyways, that's kind of fun. Better plug in a bunch of indie guys. I know. I don't have a ton of indie guys. Uh, I do have Nembard, though. Is Nembard, is, do we think Hallie's still going to miss another game? Did they already say that? Because if that is the case... It is going to, we, if I look at my rare one, I think we start with Nembard there and then we go Jones. We probably go Tillman again as well. Uh, Cause it, can I get a, no, probably not. I was going to say, can I get to Tillman and, uh, and Jalen here? That's good. Now we're going to be off by five. I mean, I guess I could just do Keegan Murray and then go up to 17. What Shaden Sharp? No, Dusty and Nick. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Jaden Hardy, though, if uh, if he's going to miss more time, we get up to Jaden Hardy. I don't hate that. And then we could get up to 31 again. But anyways, we'll have some stuff. Hallie's already out. Yeah, so we might be we might be rolling our friend uh, Nimhad out this week. 
Speaking of which, just a reminder, we will be back at noon-ish uh, for Live Before Lock. We're going to do it live again. And then same thing as last time, what we're going to do is um, we'll do a little live uh, – we'll do a little value hunting. Excuse me, value hunting will be around noon. Uh, and then we'll do a little underdog draft as I've been firing those away. Just absolute, absolutely firing away. Um, we'd love to see it, though. Love to see it. Uh, all right, I think we're going to call it there, right? Did we hit everything? We talked so rare. We talked underdog. We talked all the basketball. We talked the playoffs, the upcoming schedule. I think we hit it all. Um, as always, I appreciate everybody hanging out. I hope this is a fun way to start the week. Uh, make sure you check out that sub stack too. We want to boost those numbers, baby. Make it look like people read my shit. Uh, and then please, if you guys are into it, sign up for or get involved with um, with a little oversubscribe. And I hope, listen, if it's an extra cup of coffee for everybody today, we're all – Especially if you're on the East Coast, it's dreary. It's an hour earlier. Uh, just we're vibing. We're vibing. Uh, all right. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. See you in a little bit. We out. <laughs>